right, we're live when we're back in familiar environs. I'm back at home in in Iowa after no a more hotel long... for you. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the the hotel curtains are gone, replaced by the Jerry Keefe program art behind me. So uh, long drive, long day, long three days. Honestly, uh, it was a lot of a lot of work, a lot more work than I had thought it would be when I made this idea that I would cover camp for three days. And I'm like, man, this is a lot of work. Well, it's 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 funny because camp, like we're there as fans. But we still got in the back of our mind. We got to create content. You, you know, we're tweeting all day. So, like, yeah, we're you know, it's not a physical thing. Clearly, we're not being physical. But you know, from a mental standpoint, you you feel a little drained. You know, it's like you know, it's like a lot of content, a lot of moving. What's happening? What's here? What's going on here? Then, of course, you got to think of what the content. You know, for you, you're doing the notes article every every day after camp. We're doing the show every day after camp. You know, I did a podcast earlier with the Irish Bears guys. I'm doing a podcast tomorrow um, as well with. Uh, line for line so it's like you know a lot of stuff going on we gotta we gotta juggle all those balls so to speak yeah i i uh i packed two hats for for camp i I had a navy hat and i had a white hat or a grayish white hat whatever that that thing is and chris uh armstrong had asked about the orange cap where was the orange cap and i didn't bring it along so i figured i'd wear it tonight uh you know in honor of the the third uh, uh, helmet there, but yeah, I had a good time where, you know, breaking out some, some bear shirts. Uh, you know, I liked your and, shirts. Those were nice. Those were some good. Yeah, the one today was some fun especially nice. Chris Farley on there was sweet. That's a nice. Yeah. Thing. It's got a, a people at for home, the Ray gun shirt. Uh, it's a Des Moines based company there in Kansas city, but, uh, yeah, let's see. Yeah. Dicka riding the bear. And then you got, <laughs> you got, a. Uh, Chris Farley, uh, holy shnikes down there. You know, uh, it's it's a fun shirt. I don't really know. He's, uh, Dick has got a deep dish, pe- deep dish pizza slice and all that kind of stuff. It's fun. Uh, and you said you met Chris Farley. So it was it I, I made my meet, day. I did meet him uh, back in my 20s and uh, I was in L.A. and it was it was fun. It's uh, my, my brief encounters with him. was uh, He was a real nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Well, you want to you want to kick off a podcast? You want to do this thing? Yeah, let's get it going here. Okay. So, give me a second. Welcome to Bear and Balance. I'm Jeff Burkus, a writer for Windy City Gridiron, and I'm joined by the editor of that fine site, Lester A. Wiltfong Jr. Lester, back-to-back camp days for you. This is my third camp day. I feel like I got my camp legs under me. Um, how, what did you think of today and the beautiful weather um, over at Hallis Hall? Yeah, it was fun again. It was nice today because we actually were on a different bleacher, which was actually shaded most of the day. There was a nice breeze. It wasn't quite as hot as for, as yesterday. And, uh, you know, again, we were right in front of the, the, the team drills. We weren't in front of the O-line, which I did actually miss a little bit. But it was cool seeing the, the defensive backs, the linebackers going through all their drills. And then, of course, you know, we were right there for the team stuff. So another another productive and fun day at, at Hallis Hall for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it was good times for the most part. We're, we're going to tell a little story where – uh, Lester and I got accused of doing something that we did not do. And actually, if I went back and I listened to the, the first two camp recap episodes on my drive back, uh, just to kind of remind myself of what I saw on each day, cause it's starting to run together. And each day I made the point, like, 
we can't take video. We're yeah. only taking pictures. Stop asking us, you know, about that on Twitter. Uh, we got into a little drama today uh, drama. With, with some of the stats. Yeah. We're going to save that. Not everybody's interested in the drama. A lot of people are only interested in the drama, but we will finish <laughs> the show uh, talking about that. But but yeah, we we uh, we we were, were right next to the action. At one point, I pointed over to the other bleachers, which were still full, yeah. um, even though they were kind of away from the action, and everyone was fanning themselves with the uh, the little uh, giveaway the swag defense stuff. fan. Yeah, the defense mm-hmm. fan, yeah. and and so we were not doing that because we were pretty much shaded, yeah. and then there was a nice little breeze that was coming through. So so we we did luck out a little bit with um, our seating, and we got there early. You know, early bird gets the worm, and yep. uh, we were able to capitalize on that. But um, otherwise, you know, uh, same tempo. You know, I noticed the same tempo, same intensity from the coaches. I think the coaches are providing a lot of that intensity early, uh, probably because the pads aren't on. But that's that's kind of my takeaway is that mm-hmm. the coaches are practicing what they preach, and this hits principle is the real deal. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he, today was a little more special teams, so we got to see the special teams coach hopping around and really getting you know his guys fired up and. The entire coaching staff is just, you know, it's it's a hundred percent buy-in for them, obviously, you know, but they're really imparting that onto the players, and it's uh, it's cool to see it with with everyone just being this energized. Absolutely, and the I don't know if it was the special teams coach or the assistant special teams coach. I need to kind of dig in there and figure it out. On Thursday, I caught him doing uh, the O line hustle shuffle. Uh, with for those of you that know, it's where the bigger guys. Uh, are told to hustle up and they sort of move their upper body to make it look like they're moving pretty fast, but their legs are pretty much just walking or just kind of shuffling along. Uh, at least that's what we used to call it. I don't know if you had a different name for it where you were kind of, you know, just trying to get from one place to another, but not put in too much effort. Yeah, it was the the, the, the linemen have their own special way of doing things. So I, I was right there with you. Yeah, yeah, I did plenty of that. Uh, you know, I hate to admit, but I was party to that. Uh, more than once. So, um, well, let's uh, let's stay there with the big guys and let's talk about line updates. Again, it's tough to tell much of anything in terms of how guys are doing uh, when there's not pads on. But I think it's important to kind of follow who's getting the reps and where. Now, we, we know a little bit more about Lucas Patrick's injuries. Maybe we start with that. I think we found out that that likely is going to be somewhere in the six week area for a recovery time. So that's going to push him to basically miss all of camp and get likely into the season. I mean, six weeks from now is probably going to miss a game. So that's something that they're going to need to consider. So what did the line lineup look like? What did the first string look like when they went to team? It was, uh, you know, Riley Reef, uh, left tackle. Cody Whitehair was back from his vet day. Uh, back there, it is, is this familiar left guard spot. Mustafer was uh, taking the first team reps at center. He, he was rotating, but he was in there. Um, Michael Schofield was the uh, getting the run with the ones today, which I think a lot of fans expected would happen at some point. He does have the experience, and uh, even though he's not getting a big money contract, it just makes sense. He's the vet, put him in there. And then uh, uh, right tackle was uh, Larry Borum again, like he has been uh, you know, for the last uh, month, I guess so. It's coming together. Still no Tevin Jenkins. Still no. Uh, still no official word. It's just the same as we heard before. As he woke up with something, and that can mean anything. So who knows what's going on there? Yeah, that's three practices now that we've seen that he wasn't able to participate in. So that's unfortunate. We didn't see him on the sideline or anything like that. So 
he's either working out or he's, you know, he's sick or whatever it is, but it's, it's away from the team at this point. Uh, you pointed out that Zach Thomas uh, and uh, um, Cody Whitehair seem to be developing a little bit of a relate, uh, you know, good uh, mentee mentor relationship. Yeah. They came out together again, they were working together. And so that that's really good for the young guy to, to be able to learn from a, from a vet like Cody Whitehair. It's great that he's willing to show that. Um, I, I think that overall, Ryan Poles may not have added all of the talent that he wanted to in the first year. I mean, I would hope that he doesn't feel like he's added all the talent that he he wants to uh, on this offensive line. But I think that he can feel pretty good that um, he's going to find a collection of five guys that can play together and be as a, be a cohesive unit. That's so key on the offensive line. You know, it's if you have like if you have four studs, but you have one guy that's just a weak link. I mean, that that's a problem. If you have five guys that are, you know, there's, there's no true pro bowl talent there, but the five guys are cohesive. They, they know what each other's going to do. That's a much more passable offensive line than it is. If you have a, you know, a up and down as far as the talent level goes. So I, I think, I think this group will come together. It's still going to be interesting to see who ends up, ends up starting where, but I think, you know, uh, again, I'm not predicting any, any pro bowls across the, the, these five. But I think it's going to be a a better unit than it kind of looked like, and especially with those those two vets they added. It just uh, it changes the narrative of of the of the trenches just because of those two vets that came in. Yeah, like it settles things down. Yeah, and and even if you know, even if we weren't necessarily the highest on Sam Mustafer, again, if if that, it's a nice luxury that they have. I mean, he's under contract. They slide him back to center. He's able to cover any time that that Patrick might miss. They are very much committed to Lucas Patrick being yeah. their center. Um, so that would be a short-term thing, but, uh, you know, that, that is a useful piece. And if Mustafer can show that he can play guard, then he can be, he can move back into being, um, you know, an interior backup at multiple spots and, and that's useful as well. So what about on the defensive side? I, I just wanted to at least mention, you know, Dominic Robinson kind of, uh, starting to rotate in a little bit more. And we both mentioned like, he looks like he belongs. Yeah. And, and again, I'm really excited to see what he looks like when the pads come on, but anything on the D line that kind of popped out to you at all? You know, I, I saw him a little bit, like you mentioned. Um, I saw Justin Jones getting some pressure up the middle. A little. I mean, again, no pads on. Nothing's supposed to be live, but it's hard to keep these the competitive juices down from the from the linemen. So, um, Muhammad, I think, had a couple things on, on at defensive end as well. The one thing I did notice in the first teams portion, um, the defensive line, the, the pressure was all over Justin Fields early and, and all the quarterbacks that that first session was really dominated by the, by the pressure. You know, of course there's no sacks, you know, you're not hitting the quarterback. So there was a lot of scrambles there where it looks like, Oh, that's a nice 10, 15 yard gain from Justin Fields. But in reality, it's possible he may have been sacked on some of those plays because, you know, the pressure was getting to him, but you know, that's, 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 that's training camp for you. It's, it's a lot of it's up and down, you know, a lot, of, a lot of fans want to want to look at a, a few of the tweets that are out there. Right. And, if, if there's a couple negative or a couple positive, they'll see a few and they'll say, oh man, things are going great. You know, not, not everything is, is via Twitter or via social media or, or even via the, the reports. Cause you know, so much is happening. It's, it's up and down. It's an inconsistent group on both sides of the ball. It's going to be that way probably for the next uh, several practices. And I think, I mean, it's may seem obvious to a lot of people, but I, I think it's worth mentioning that, you know, practice, there's times where you're trying to work on something and you might be trying to work on something and the defense knows what you're trying to work on. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes it's hard to 
uh, simulate real game situations, or sometimes like, hey, the defense is trying to work on this look, the offense is trying to work on this look, and they're they're not necessarily helping each other see the same looks, right? I mean, it, that that simulation of games doesn't always happen and doesn't always there, and you know, I felt like they uh, worked a lot on the run game today. Right? It did seem that way. Yeah, that's not that interesting without pads on to me. But okay, you still have to work that in. That's important, you know. Um, and and they did throw a little bit more downfield today, whereas yesterday was a lot of the short stuff. You know, they had that compressed red zone session, even with seven on seven, where they were they're working on a shorter field. Um, so they have really mixed it up in in terms of what they're working on with play concepts and, and things like that. And, and again, there's a lot to, there's a lot to absorb. Um, but I, I'm excited now that we've gotten through the, the, the practices without pads. And from now on, uh, I mean, there'll be, you know, non-padded practice mixed in there too, but uh, I, I'm excited to start to get to reports on, yeah, this looked good. This play popped, you know, that kind of thing, as opposed to, yeah, I think that might've worked. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll continue going with that. But what do you think about Justin Fields? Uh, was he, you know, continue to build on what it was yesterday? Did he kind of come back a little bit? Like, where did you think he was overall? Yeah, I mean, the first day you were there, you, you kind of mentioned that he was up and down. He finished strong. Um, yesterday we were there. I thought he looked really good. I mean, he was sharp. I think he was, you know, 10 for 10 in, in, in the last session there. And, you know, a lot of a lot of decisions were good. He had a couple picks early, you know. But, again, we're talking training camp. It's going to happen. You're going to have up and down days, you know. And, and like you always say, those guys on defense, those are those are bears too. So if, if they're making good plays, that that's a good thing as, as a fan to, to see that happen. So today, uh, a more incons- inconsistent. You know, there were some uh, some nice shots deep uh, in, in both the individuals and some of the team stuff. Um, you know, some 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 stuff on on, on some out routes. Uh, Nikhil Harry had some nice grabs. It kind of you know was out there doing some stuff for him. We saw Pringle, uh, Saint Brown. A lot of different guys were were making catches today, but. Overall, I mean, if we're being fair and honest, I think uh, Justin Fields wasn't quite as good as yesterday. A, a bit, a bit of a down day for him. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it was bad. It was just, yeah, I think I'd put it somewhere in between the yeah. first day. So I think it was kind of like a, you know, here, then here, then kind of in the middle. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Uh, you know, but again, it, he got a chance to show off the arm a little bit. There, he was able to go downfield a little more. Um, you know, I, I like that one-on-one drill. I think that's fun. I, I mean, you always have to remember, like, it's rare that you're going to get one-on-one coverage. You're going to have a safety buzzing over the top. Um, but but it's kind of fun, and it's fun to see those receivers, you know, win their release and, and go deep. And, uh, you know, a couple times I think it caught the defensive back a little off guard um, yeah. that they were they were going downfield. You know, and then and then they kind of got on their they kind of started rocking back on their heels and then someone kind of break it off and come back and they'd have, you know, seven yards of cushion. And so on those drills, um, things were looking pretty good uh, overall. Uh, you got to team where, you know, you're gonna, you're playing coverage and you've got safety help and things like that. Uh, you know, it even the game out a little bit. But um, that, it's fun to watch uh, those individual drills build up to seven on seven, build up to team. It's it's fun to watch that uh, that progression and practice probably the best part I think of, of watching practice is to see how that sort of builds on itself and see those concepts that worked really well one-on-one and then maybe not so much when you get all the way to team. Yeah. I mean, there's certain route combinations. You just, 
like like we talked about yesterday, you know, you you're going to do a double move, but sometimes in these one-on-one individual drills, they they do a little more uh, than they usually would in a real game, just because you know you're you're one-on-one, you're trying to get loose, whatever it takes. But but like I said, it's fun to watch. Uh, we saw, I mean, Nasimba uh, Simba Webster made a catch. We saw uh, Isaiah Coulter make a catch. We saw Chris Finky make a catch. I mean, oh. these guys, yeah, I mean, these guys were, you know, they were making nice moves. They were they were running good routes and they were getting open. And then we saw. You know, Valus Jones, you know, take it deep. I mean, uh, I talked about it. I was on a show with those guys earlier today, and that four three speed pops. I mean, it's when when you're watching it happen, it's like he just runs past guys. Yeah, it's the real deal. And then on the flip side, if a corner did make a play, which happened a few times, or a defensive did. back make a play, it happened a few times, and the secondary coach was fired pumped. up. He was Love fired him. up, and he would run down the field and give give him you know, uh, you know, slap his hand, you know, and he was pumped up for him. And, and I don't know, man, that got me pumped up. I don't know about you. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's, that's an offensive drill though. Those one-on-ones that's, that's more designed for the offense. I mean, it's, it's, it's like you said, there's no safety help. You know, you're basically playing one-on-one coverage. There's no, uh, there's no, you know, concept of what's up, what the play would be down in the distance. You don't know what's going on. You just got to know you got to cover this guy one-on-one. So those are generally designed for the offense to get off. So when the defense makes a play and we saw guys, we saw uh, Duke Shelley with a nice uh, a pass breakup. We saw Kylie Gordon with an interception. I think there was one with, with uh, a, a nice breakup with Brisker as well. So, you know, we see these guys making plays and uh, it, it's fun. And then of course, like you said, the, the coaches again, high intensity, they're fired up and that's what you want to see. Yeah. Brisker and Gordon both making a play again on those, on that drill. That was great to see. Um, and, you know, we're, we're continuing to remember which one is which with their numbers, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to, it's the, 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 the uh, roster sheet is great, but you know, it, it, after a while you start to learn all the numbers. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the roster sheet real quick? Yeah. Another defensive back on the roster sheet today, three for three. Um, it, I mean, kind of wild. Thomas Graham Jr. was on, on the on the roster sheet today. Uh, yesterday it was uh, – our first day it was Dan Crookshank, uh, and yesterday it was DeAndre Houston Carson. And so not exactly like the frontline starters. And then so far all three defensive backs. So, I mean, did they just – did the photographer just walk into the defensive back room and say like, Hey guys, uh, I need some pictures, get your stuff on. And and that's as far as he went or what happened with that? You know, I'm trying to think back of, of who the guy was on the roster sheets last year. Like what, what, who was it? I, I don't remember. I mean, this is a, a free agent who's not going to start a DHC, who is a good death. He's not going to start Thomas Graham. You know, he hasn't been a practice yet so far he's still been sitting out but he didn't really earn his 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 starting nickels so to speak until late in camp so it's not like they knew he was going to be a key contributor this year so three guys that yeah they're all going to make the roster but i don't think that's someone you're counting on for like you know big playability so you know what was the marketing behind that you know just uh defensive back uh you know i mean it's curious to see who's who, who will it be next week it's gonna be uh bo pete keys let's go bo pete keys you know uh <laughs> lamar jackson might get on there Man, I, yeah. I, I, if someone gets it if lamar jackson's on it next week or the yeah. week after um you have to send me a copy send one, yeah for sure I'm, I'm buying some stock in lamar jackson after these three practices it was okay. uh I, I thought he was good. Like yeah. I thought he, he looked like a natural athlete, looked like he popped. So um I'm I'm excited for him. But uh let's uh let's let's take a quick break. Let's let somebody pay the bills. We'll come back after that. All right, Lester. So like we did the last couple of days, let's talk about who your top offensive player was, and then we'll turn around on defense. So who popped to you on the offensive side of the ball today? 
I kind of teased it earlier, but it's I'm going to go with uh, Bayless Jones okay. Jr. You know, I mean, uh, he made some plays yesterday. Um, he made some plays when you were there. But, you know, today is because of our vantage point. He was right in front of us. So we kind of saw, and it's like, you know, it's like speed that's like tangible. Like he just gets got by his guy. He Like he, he, he closed the distance between him and the DB so quick. And it's like if that DB is not like perfect technique, he's gone. And that's what happened with Jones. He just he's leaving guys. You know, his 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 uh, moves are a little more nuanced than I think a lot of us thought. You know, I know that was a knock from the scouts coming out that, you know, he needs to work on his route running. But, you know, through the two days I was there, he seems like it's that's part of his game that he's that he has worked on. And I think, uh, you know, he's going to be a contributor for this team. I mean, I'm not sure if he'll start. But, you know, his skill set kind of works as a guy in the slot. We've seen him on a end around today. It didn't work. But, you know, the fact that they're mixing him in, uh, we talked about yesterday that he's going to be your jet sweep guy. So they're going to get the ball in his hands somehow, some way this season. And he's it's going to pop. I mean, he's going to hit some some nice long touchdowns, some nice big, big plays will be made all because of that uh, that speed. Yeah, I think we kind of talked about a little bit where we were like, you know, what's the pecking order of this wide receiving core and, you know, Mooney is going to be number one. I think we both think that Cole Komet is probably going to be the number two target. For target share, yeah, if, if, we, if we had a guess right now, that that's what we're looking at. Because uh, he, one, he looks good. Um, and, and two, it looks like there's a pretty good rapport building between Justin Fields and Cole Komet. Um, and I, I just, there's not another wide receiver that's necessarily separating themselves, like, very obviously early on. Again, third practice uh, that we can see. I'm, I'm not making any grand uh, assumptions at this point, but I, I, I see that. And then after that, I, you know, Velas has a chance to be the next guy. Uh, Byron Pinkle has a chance to be the next guy that, that gets a lot of targets. Um, you know, that you're going to have a bigger X receiver out there at, you know, at some point to, to get some targets. You know, Nikhil Harry, maybe he can make that Equimania St. Brown. Maybe he's maybe he's going to play that role or maybe they're going to switch off. But to, to me, Bayless Jones has an opportunity to be that number three, number four target in the offense. And when you have the ability to to create explosive plays, they're going to find creative ways to get the ball in your hand. Again, yeah. like you said, jet sweep motions into rounds. Um, they're going to find, you know, drag routes. You know, they're going to find a way to get the ball in his hands so that he can turn it upfield and cook. And he's got it, man. Like he, he, he does have those afterburners, impressive athlete. Um, that's a, that's a really great call. I had him written down in case you didn't mention him. And so I'm going to go a, a kind of a boring angle. Um, but I, I want to mention David Montgomery because and again, running game with no pads is not the most fun to watch, but they were working him a lot. And yeah. then they were uh, working him on in the passing game a little bit too, a lot of checkdowns. And you told me, that uh, Montgomery's down, like he he worked out and cut like ten pounds off his frame. Uh, yeah, that's that's I saw that on on Twitter somewhere. I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I would have to confirm that. But you know, I mean, he he had. I mean, he's a guy. He worked hard. I mean, he's done it his every offseason. He's been a pro. You know, there was all that stuff he had with the uh, with the footwork king. You know, last offseason or two seasons ago, last offseason was all about his speed. His miles per hour was increased. So you know, it just makes more sense. He's a guy. He's a true professional. Uh, he's always putting in the time in the off season, so maybe he thought, "Hey, to get even quicker, you know, let let's drop a little more." And, and you know, I, I mentioned at camp, he always looks quick. Like he gets the ball, and you know, it's you know, he's not dancing to dance. He's like, you know, he sees a guy, it's a quick spin, it's a, it's a quick juke, you know, it's a quick cut, and then he's trying to go. So it's another guy. It's you know, it's he's been very productive as a professional. 
as fans, a lot of fans are, are already thinking about the, you know, should they pay him or should they not pay him? Let's enjoy him right now. Is he still a bear? And I think he's going to have a really nice season this year. I think a lot of fans want him to stay, right? Yeah. I think it's a lot of people that get real obsessed with, you know, the, uh, you know, you don't pay a running back a second contract because, they, they, you know, these guys don't, don't, don't work out or whatever. You know, if it's a smart contract, you you do have the ability right now to to absorb someone like that, particularly if he's an integral part of the the offense. You don't want to go too crazy, but you know, if if it's the best that he can get, um, is sticking with the Bears. I don't mind if you bring him back if he proves that he can be a centerpiece of the offense. And again, like you said, he's he's a very hard worker. I mean, this is a, this is someone who's very easy to cheer for. And yeah. he, he works very hard and he works very hard on every carry, right? Like he, he's going to get that extra inch for you. This is someone, I mean, I'm going to go on a little bit of limb here, but this is someone I think Walter Payton would like watching, right? Like he, he that's he, fair for sure. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, he has that you. mentality of like, I'm going to get that extra inch. I feel like Walter Payton would like David Montgomery. Well, he was really close to the last coaching staff. You know, I mean, there was a lot of stuff, you know, off the field that, you know, you would see like uh, they, from the, the the team site that would talk about those guys. They seem like they have a good relationship, but I just see him really fitting into the whole hits principle. Um, I, I see him as a guy that, that this coaching staff, which they have, they've, they've spoken about him a, a few times this off season, which, you know, the analytics guys or the, 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 the positional value guys say, no, no, he's, he's talking up his tailback. It means he's going to pay him. You know, but it might happen, but we'll see what we'll see what happens during the season. But like you said, he's he's a hard worker. You know, he, he's going to be the guy out there. He may not get as many touches as he, ha- as he had a year ago, just because that's the the way the offense seems to be tailored just because of where Luke, Luke Getze came from. They kind of like that, that 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 two headed monster. And I think Khalil Herbert, if he cleans up some stuff in the past, for, I think he's another good running back that's worthy of getting his touches increased. So. The Bears' run game should be in a good place here if the O line can uh, give them some room. Well, that's that's a question. <laughs> that is the question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, flip it around. What about defense? Who do you have for me? This is a tough one, you know. But uh, I'm going to stay stay boring. I'm, I'm going to go Kyler Gordon, the rookie again. You know, okay. I just, uh, you know, he 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 he's just he when he's on the field, you see him, like you notice him. We talked about his athleticism, you know, yesterday. Um, you just see him, you, you, you see him playing outside again, he's still playing in the nickel. You know, this guy could do all that. I, he blitzed early in the, in the, I think it was the second, uh, second play in teams. Uh, he was lined up in nickel and they sent him on a blitz. So he's giving you a lot of options and I'm going to steal your phrase that, that agent of chaos, or he could be where he could do different things for you on a defense. Uh, he's not like a, he's not a safety. I mean, he's, he doesn't have that type of, of skill set. But he's not afraid of contact. You know, he's a physical player. If he's in there in nickel, you can blitz him and feel comfortable with that. So I got to go Gordon today. Yeah, I, I was going to mention we, – we mentioned Kittle Vildor earlier making a play. I think it's worth mentioning. Yeah, he that. had a nice day today. He I did. think he had a pretty good day. Um, and, and I think it does say – it does say something interesting. I think a lot of people had somewhat soured on Kittle Vildor already. But, like, the year before, everybody was super excited and cheering for him because he was this, like, you know – late round UDFA type of guy. So like, you know, everybody's cheering for something to be made of Kendall Vildor. And then he gets his chance and, you know, he didn't play that well. And he's still a really young guy. Right. Yeah. And and I think it does say something to this new staff when they take Tavon Young off the field, uh, move Kyler Gordon into the nickel, that they bring him on. Right. I know you got Thomas Graham has not been on the field yet, um, yeah. you know, but he's going to be in the mix too. But 
you know, it says something that they're, they're bring Vilder on. And, and I think that overall, like he looks like he's going to carve himself out a role on this team. Yeah. So it has been Vilder. I noticed who has been when they kick Gordon inside a nickel, it's Vilder starting outside opposite yeah. Jalen Johnson. And, and, you know, his, his, his skill set, it was, uh, we talked about again today, Jonathan Wood of the bears blog wrote an article. He did some, some, some deep digging into the stats and Vilder's um, was a much better player last season when the bears had him in a zone coverage. Uh, when he was in man to man, he was pretty bad, pretty awful. Uh, but the, the analytics, the numbers show that when he was playing zone a year ago, he was, a, a decent football player bears this year to go into a, a more zone heavy scheme. He's always shown that he's a physical player. If his instincts come around, I mean, I wrote about him in, in, in the, in the, the cornerback article I had, I got him as a roster lock. This is before I even saw anything in camp just because I, you know, he's like you said, he's a younger player, a lot of experience. I looked at the roster around him just makes sense to keep him around. I mean, worst case scenario, he's your fifth or sixth DB play special teams. That's fine. I'd rather have a guy like that on, on the roster that you at least can trust to go in there and, and get stuff, some stuff done for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think it's worth worth talking about him. Um, I'm hoping to talk more line stuff once we get pads on and all that. I don't really want to call anybody out for having a great practice when they're going against another guy without pads on. So, yeah. it was, you know, it's tough, tough for that. But I, uh, Nicholas Morrow made a nice play. If he would have held on to the ball, I would have maybe – called him out here and, and given him the props, but he, he, uh, he did not. And I, and I said, should have made it a pick six on my tweet. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to change that to could have yeah. because shame on me for assuming that you could like make a play like that. I don't know how close it was, but it was a very nice play to break it up. He, you know, he, he is known for his speed. I mean, that's what, yeah. that was his thing coming out of college, a, a small school guy. He was known for his speed. So he may have been able to take it to the house. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he he acted like he felt like he missed an opportunity. Yeah, seemed like he did. So, um, but yeah, that that's 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 the defensive guys to kind of talk about. So, um, any other uh, final thoughts before we get into the drama? Yeah, I do want to mention. I, I tweeted about it today. Just the, the way the whole defense's mentality. It's I talked about how they it, it's it's there's no hitting, there's no tackling, but they're always going for the ball and I just I, I saw it again today the same thing it's it's every single time the ball carry would have it he would run you know they always run a little further extra every defensive player he passed they all took a poke at the ball it's like it's like ingrained in them now it's like they're all going for the ball the offensive players are all holding it high and tight you know they, they do not want to uh, uh fumble I think it's the, the 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 four or five points of contact I, I haven't coached in a long time I forget what it was but it's five yeah you, you you it's tight man you want you have that football tight and you see the the Bears on offense they're all like that you know they, they hold that ball because they know that you know they don't want to be the guy that gets it poked out if they if they become lax towards the end of a play you know that's not good for them. So it's, it's, it's a mentality. And I, and I love to see it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Again, that hits principle just came through again and again, obviously they've been preaching it a whole off season. It's the first time we've been able to see it. And it, I think it came through. So um, good stuff there. All right. Let's, let's talk about the drama it's again. Drama. If you're not interested in this, you can, you can stop the episode here. Uh, but let's talk about the media policy. So yeah. it's posted. If, if you haven't been to camp, if it's posted, says, uh, you know, you can't, can't bring in a camera with a lens uh, bigger than three inches or something yeah, like that. Three inches, yeah. And then um, you can't take video. Mm -hmm. so it's only, only still pictures. And so if you have been following our Twitter feed, we do not take video. We have been following those rules. 
and we have been following them the whole time. And people keep asking us, "Hey, can you take some video? Share hey, videos, a video would yeah. be great. Yeah. yeah, we know video would be much better, but we're restricted to take photos. If we had been following that policy, uh, today there were people that were must have been sitting amongst us or near us." Somewhere in the bleachers, yeah. Taking videos, and they were posting them, and they were getting a lot of traction on Twitter. You know, coincidentally, uh, you know, uh, uh, our a lot of our pictures weren't getting that much traction because there were there were videos, right? I mean that that I mean that's kind of the reality is that there were a lot of videos, and they were kind of popping off, and we weren't necessarily seeing uh, a lot of interaction on our on our photos because video is a nicer thing to to see. So um, again. We understand. We understand the videos better, but that's the policy is to not put videos out. Uh, somehow, the Bears media people uh, try to figure out who was taking the video, and they deduced from some weird thing, um, so for some weird observation, that the two gentlemen in the back row were the culprits, the two of us. And so uh, uh, a, a famous, a somewhat famous Bears media person was identified as one who pointed the finger that way. We'll just leave it at that. It did and seem that way, yeah. That, that's what we were told. And uh, a gentleman who looks like he could be confused with the smaller version of Goldberg uh, uh, came up to us and started chewing us out a little bit and telling us that we weren't allowed to do video. And I said, Absolutely, sir. We understand we're not doing video, um, but it wasn't like a, hey, how you doing? Who are you? Um, are you taking video? It was you guys are doing video and you need to knock it off. Yeah. Um, and so we informed him that that wasn't the case. And then <laughs> I mean, I mean it, 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 the, the bleacher part, he came at us in the bleacher. So like right. we're at the very top. So he's like storming through the whole crowd and we see him coming and. And it's like, you know, like you said, it's, it wasn't a, Hey, are you guys doing, you know, it's a, Hey, knock it off. It was like, like we're getting scolded. I'm like, what? Yep. You know, we're, we're not, we're not taking video. And the first thing we both did check our feeds, right? Here this it is. is. You want to see he, our phone. You he didn't want to see it. He just kept saying, no, I know it's you. It's you. And then like, after a few minutes of back and forth with him, it was, uh, again, he still wouldn't believe us, but he must've believed us to a point because he walked away. We're like, aren't you going to apologize? I mean, it's, it's not us. I mean. And he's like, no, I'm not apologizing. He just left. We thought it was over. And then five, Reasonable. six minutes later, he pokes his head out from the field, gives us the point. You two down here now. We're like, what? Now, now what have we done again? You know, again, yeah. same thing. You know, this time he pulled us to the side and same thing, you know, and then he, he, he showed us a video. Right. There's your video. But, you know, he, he showed us just the video. So there was no the, the Twitter or Instagram, whatever it was, wasn't. The profile wasn't there. We're like, well, show us who it's from. He showed us, and I'm like, that's not me. That's not JB. No, that's you. Look, look at the picture. It's a yeah. guy in a hat with a beard. Guy that's in a you. hat with a beard. What the hell? You know, there were probably know. 25 guys in hats with beards yeah. uh, at the time. Uh, so, so again, you know, a little bit intimidating. You're not someone who can be intimidated very easily, but this guy clearly gets through a lot of his life, but with, you know, a little bit of intimidation factor and I'm trying to, you know, diffuse hate, man. We, we understand it to my point, just that making a couple minutes ago, I get it. These guys that are breaking the rules. And again, I, I don't necessarily agree with the rule. I don't, I don't like it's the rule. I wish rule that we had one. it, yeah. but 
Uh, I wish that we didn't have that, but you put it up as a rule. I'm going to respect it. You're going to respect it. We're not going to break it. Right. And so, yeah, people that are, are saying, we don't care about the rule. They're skirting it. Well, they're, you know, they're, they're taking advantage of the situation where we can't. And that puts us, you know, a little bit of a disadvantage and I don't like that. Right. So, um, so I'm, I'm now I'm upset. The first time you came at me a little weird, um you know, you know if you were upset you were you were chill the whole time i gotta tell you i got i like i felt myself getting heated like this mf was coming you know like how dare you accuse us and then you were like what's your name sir okay you know you're like very cool with them and i'm like i i, I gotta take my cue from jb or else i'm gonna <laughs> like you know start you know saying some naughty words in front of all these kids so i'm like okay so, so we, uh, you know, we leave that conversation, we go back up and of course, all of the eyes are on us at the bleachers. You know, they, there's a lot of like assumptions that we are wrong. Like they believe he did apologize the second time. He goes, well, I guess it's not you then. Sorry. If it's not you, sorry. Yeah. There was a lot of qualifiers. I, yeah. I actually I think I said a couple minutes before that moment, I said, look, I think you owe us an apology. Yes. And, and then he goes, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, okay, but like, look, you know, you can look, you can take my phone for all I care. You can yeah. look through it. I, there are only, there are, you know, a couple pictures. hundred pictures at this point, <laughs> but it's just pictures, right? Um, we go back up, think it's over, you know, it's a little embarrassing, right? Like, I mean, you know, again, there's people that kind of, we're getting made eyeballs. Like they think we're like, you know, right. breaking a rule. And right. then, you know, I, I pointed out to the guy, I'm like, look, we, we both are content creators for Windy City Gridiron. We're part of SB Nation, Vox Media. We're not going to break the rules. And, and you know, because, you know, even though they won't credential us, I'm still going to respect the rules. It's right. like, you know, I mean, we we have a, you know, a fairly substantial uh, a, a loyal fan base that, that, that love the site and, and our videos and our content and our podcast. So I'm not, I'm not going to do something to jeopardize us going back to camp because – right. Fans love the camp content, so I'm not. So I'm. He, he didn't. He didn't care. He just, you know. So we think it's over. We think, yeah. And then another gentleman calls us down. Same way. Same way. So you we had. I thought we were getting kicked out. Yeah. So I grabbed my stuff, and I said, "All right, let's go, Lester." I think I we're, thought, we might be getting kicked out. I was thinking we we're gonna get like a, a p- apology from Coach Fliss, and he was gonna like send us like a jersey. <laughs> Like man, I'm sorry. I was okay, we did went in different directions. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, this gentleman um, said, "You've been warned twice. It, you know, you guys got to you got to cut it out." And it's like, this is not. We are not doing this. And we did the same thing. We showed the feed, and this he guy, I think, this got it. He yeah. he said, "Okay, scroll scroll for me." And so he were you were scrolling through your feed. I was showing him, and then he said, "It's the." He's like you're but you're when you're holding down the button that's what a video is and i go i don't know what you're I, i'm 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 up here and i'm hitting i'm you know can you see my finger you're taking photos can you see my finger that's taking the photo though that's an honest question like you are seeing like what they see at a different at a at a much like they're further back but can you see the can you see my index finger of course you can yeah. right my index finger is here he kept saying, you're holding it down. How do you know? Like, I'm holding it here, and I'm hitting the button. And then, so I was try- I tried to get the, the formation right before the, the snap, right at yeah. the snap, right? So that you can kind of see what it looks like. And, you know, sometimes it's at the snap. Sometimes it's before the snap. And then I would try to find 
a, a spot where the ball went and I would try to get like an action shot, like of, of, you know, the field opening up or, you know, whatever. And I, I try to uh, put up one or two or maybe even three photos in, in a sequence. It's about as good as I could do. I tried my best. Some of them were much better than others. Some of them were a disaster. Some of them I didn't even try. And he just kept on me like, well, it looks like you're taking video. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. We're just taking pictures yeah. and, and we're trying to we're trying to just kind of recreate what the scene was here. But we're not we're not taking videos. I don't know how you think you can tell what my finger is doing from 30 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> and you well, can't see my finger. I'm holding it with one hand. Um, and he said, oh, no, you're you're definitely recording uh, with that. So that was bizarre. It was that was the the weirdest thing. And again, he then yeah. ended up apologizing um, Eventually. you know, Hey, okay. Sorry guys. And we, we went up to the top and I felt like I couldn't keep going. I couldn't take any pictures anymore. I felt like I was like, I'm done. I have no idea what happened in the last half of practice. Yeah, it was, you know, we were both a little shook. It was a little, uh, it was a little embarrassing. You know, like yeah. I said, you know, we're, we're there as, as content creators. We're there as fans, of course, but you know, so like, you know, there are some people that, that we know through the bears, you know, the media circles that, you know, that, that we've talked to. And it's like, you know, we're getting, you know, the, the little joke. I mean, it, it was, there's part, part of it's funny, but like, like the, like the, the second guy, he kept going back to, well, you have to understand the perception when you have a phone up. And and I, I'm like, well, how else do you take a picture? That's your yeah, policy, but the, but the phone's up. I yeah. go, look, if, if there's a, a, a picture policy, we're allowed to do it. Yeah. Well, then if you don't like us holding a phone up, change the policy. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we can, you've seen our phones, you've checked our feeds. There's nothing there. You know, he, he, the other guy showed me where the video came from. I looked at it. I'm like, Oh my God, that guy looks nothing like me. You know, maybe a little, I guess if, if you really want to squint, but it's like, you know, well, you did say you go, look, that dude's short. I'm six, four. That got, is a direct quote. Six, six, my friend. Oh, six, you six. Know? Sorry. Sorry. And, sorry. And then I'm guessing I got maybe 25 years on, on the guy in the picture. Yes. Is my, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, come on. How, how do you make that, that, that mistake? You know? And I even offered this to the second guy. It's like, look, I'll show you my ID so you can, pr so I can prove that this is my Twitter feed. Yeah. It was, it was just a very, very strange situation. I've it's got like, a picture of myself. In my profile picture, yeah. right? I mean, as most of us do, right? I have a profile picture of myself in my in my Twitter profile, and you as well have your picture, yeah. right? I mean, we could, I mean, it wasn't the picture that that guy was showing, yeah. right? It wasn't the profile. So anyway, um, a little bit of drama. Some of you like that. Some of you uh, have turned this off, and that's fine. But it was weird. And you know, you know there has to be a video of there somewhere of the confrontation because you know, I'm sure somebody age, everybody it, whips yeah. out. You know, I'm sure it's going to be on Instagram in, in, in a couple of days. I'll, someone will, sh you know, share it with me and say, hey, look, you're that dumbass arguing with the security <laughs> guy. And I'm like, yeah, that is me. It, okay. it, it was interesting. I, I'll, I'll finish with this. Um, it was interesting how many people just sort of assumed that we were in the wrong, which. Oh, um, it seemed like everyone like. Fascinating. Um, you know, I. Look, I I've, I am the biggest rule follower. You are a rule you, like I, that is like <laughs> absolutely who I am, and so I mean, you honestly, you couldn't pick out a worse person to accuse because no. it's like, are you kidding me? Like, we we started, we walked up, and someone kind of said something to us, and I was like, you know, it's not us, we're not doing it. They apologized, you know, as we're walking up, and I said, and I demand like demand like a jersey. I'm just kidding, and this goes sit down. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, this accusation that I just threw and just ruined practice. 
convenience uh, you in, in uh, viewing experience. Your audio is cutting out a little bit, JB. Just so you know, your audio is cutting out a little bit. Oh, well, I was the rant, so it's the, ra the rant was over. I mean, the the story's out there. It's uh, it's it was our it was our nice camp moment. We'll we'll be able to tell this to uh to, to people for years. Yes, that we have our uh you know accusation. But, but like both of us, we dealt with the situation like I deal with people when they try to argue with me in 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 real life, so to speak. Like it's like, where's the proof? Here's our proof. It's not us. I don't know what else we're going to do. It, it was fun. O overall, it was still a nice experience. You know, I am going back to camp uh, in, in a few weeks, so I I'm sure I'm going to bump into that guy again. I'm like I said, I'm, I'm a little bigger of a human. So uh, <laughs> people tend to, to recognize me. Uh, you know, when, when they see me a second time, they say, I know that big dumbass guy from somewhere. And then he's going to think, oh, that's the video. I'm going to watch him now. It's I'm watching him like a hawk. I'm gonna see if I can tell what his index finger is doing when it's yeah. when it's on the phone. Uh, I'm gonna use a different finger when I'm when I'm filming next time, just for him. Just no, be like, I'm, I'm taking a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all good. All right, well, we'll we'll get out of here. Uh, I don't know when the next practice is, uh, but we'll we'll try I to. Think, I think it's up. Monday. It uh, Monday. It's not open to the public, I don't think, but I think they are going to go padded practice. So. Okay. The beat we'll see if we can get somebody some nice... uh, that attends that practice to to hop on with with one of us or somebody else in the channel. We'll we'll do our best to cover as many as possible. We're probably not going to get them all, but um, it'll be it'll be nice to try to try to get as many of these as possible, especially the ones that are open to the public. Um, you know, those uh, talk a little bit more freely about those. But uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, if you if you are in the live stream, you know, uh, have any questions, feel free to pop those in. We'll stick around for a couple minutes and, and answer those. And then I need to go get dinner. Um, if you haven't uh, checked us out on Second City Gridiron, please do so and hit subscribe. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. Lester told me some of the swag that he has ready to give away to one of those subscribers. Pretty cool. I'm going to enter myself. Oh, um, okay. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. I, I'm not <laughs> eligible. But um, good stuff there. Uh, check out the the channel starting to, to really sizzle. There's a lot of content that has uh, been put up in the last week. Make sure you're checking that out. Website, of course, picking up as well as, as camp picks up. So everything that you need to know about the Bears and uh, and a little bit more uh, can be found at Winnie City Gridiron and the Winnie City Gridiron podcast channel. Anything else? We're good. Let's uh, Let's get out of here. All right. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate it.